You know, I decided that Cyril Proudbottom would be my drag king name. Now. <laughs> oh, I love that. Cyril I... Proudbottom is the horse <laughs> what was in... Ah, hi! Welcome hi. to the Keys to the Podcastle, where we talk about every Disney movie ever made, ever, except for the last three, mm-hmm. which we skipped because we didn't want to talk about them. They looked, they sounded really boring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros really just took us I was, out. <laughs> I can't do three more of these. No, we couldn't. Um, but we'll probably go back and do them if, like, when we do Cinderella, because it'll be Cinderella, Cinderella 2, Cinderella 3, and then Cinderella again. Yeah. So we might like throw one of those in there to kind of like break up the monotony of the Cinderella uh, cinematic universe. Spice things up the CCU. Right. So um, I'm Luke. I am your uh, local woodland creature and or um, hot lanky teacher Austin Austin. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, he messed his last name up. Oh. I, thought, I was going to say my last name, but I was like, I never say my last name, so why would I say it? <laughs> and for the first time ever in the history of this illustrious podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have a guest, Amanda Heisey. Say hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm this excited is, to be here. This is so exciting. Yeah. Anyway, me and Amanda are very good friends. Yeah, and Amanda and I are enemies. <laughs> they hate each other. <laughs> We're frequent theatrical collaborators. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I'm so happy that you're here. Do you want to say anything? I, um, should I describe myself like Austin described himself? You I... can. I often don't. I normally just say, hi, my name is Luke. And then he does that bit. Oh, okay. But you can take the bit and okay, do it, take, and do it better because s- he kind of fucked his bit up. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been bad at it the last two. I really need to think about them beforehand now. <laughs> They're not, not not so good off the cuff. <laughs> um, I am Amanda Heisey. By day, I sit behind a computer all hunched over and I do marketing. By night, I sometimes do burlesque. Ooh, Ooh saucy. I know. Sexy. Everyone is sexy. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Everyone is. <laughs> Everyone is sexy and that's my thing. <laughs> that's your catchphrase? Yeah. Karma. It's going to be on my portfolio thing. for No, my website for burlesque is going to be yeah. like, everyone is sexy. Everyone is sexy. Mm-hmm. I like well, it. I don't necessarily believe that. That's okay. You don't have to prescribe to my mantra, but I believe that for everyone. So I'm going to try to make Every everyone feel like that. Yes, I, I do believe that everyone is sexy. Every bo- single person. Yes. Well, to someone, some, to someone, yes, absolutely. I think I sometimes the personality gets in the way of the sexiness. I agree, but there's even murderers and stuff that have shit personalities, and people still write them love letters and stuff in prison. So True. clearly, to someone, they are sexy. Mm-hmm. You know what? valid argument right yeah yeah so anyway like i said earlier (laughs) um we are going through all of the disney movies but we are skipping make mine music uh fun and fancy free and melody time for now um starting with saludos amigos they started doing package films disney did because world war ii happened and they just needed to get shit out there and so their budgets kind of went down and it's and it's off. <laughs> it's clear. Not in like the animation. The animation's pretty, but like right. boy, it's just boring. Yeah. <laughs> and so a lot of their projects that were higher budget, like Cinderella, Peter Pan, and Alice in Wonderland, and The Lady and the Tramp, which they were starting working on in the 30s and early 40s, they like pushed aside for them to work on later as um the Nazis were being all Nazi. Mm-hmm. And the last of the package films is The Adventures of. Uh, Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which is the movie that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so first segment, y'all. Yeah, it's time. Is the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad good? Three, two, one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's not as boring as other ones. No, it's I. More fun to watch. I enjoyed my time. It's not my favorite thing. I'm gonna watch like every week. No. I'm not thrilled about I, it. I but... think I've seen it one time, and I think I'm okay. Yeah. I've seen it. I have seen it multiple times. I've oh. seen. I have seen the Wind in the Willows portion of the movie uh, once in my childhood, and I have never seen the Sleepy Hollow portion of the movie. Because often, they split them up and they like will air them and or package them with other movies. And for these specifically, um, all of these short films that were included in the package films, they were kind of... They couldn't decide which movie would go with which movie. At one point, Wind in the Willows was going to be packaged with um, the Jack and the Beanstalk sequence from... Fun and fancy free, like where Mickey is. Mickey, well, they have it in Fantasyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And originally, this movie was called Two Fabulous Characters. I have that written down about the fabulous character. Yeah, yeah, he's like, dude. Anyone, everyone has their own favorite fabulous character from English literature. Fabulous character. If you were to choose the most fabulous character (laughs) in all of English literature, who would it be? And then. He names Becky Sharp, which I was supposed to look up. I don't know who that is. I don't know. That's the only one I didn't know. It was also the only woman, and I was like... And it was the only book that they haven't adapted. Oh, like King Arthur. King Arthur they have adapted. Oliver they adapted into Oliver and Company. Oh, well, maybe not. Robin Hood. Robin Hood, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mostly, but I was also like, that's a lot of... This is very male-heavy. But also, so is Wind in the Willows. And so is British literature in general. Yeah. There's at least a woman in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. At least. At least. There's is actually... She, she we'll any... get to that. Yeah. We'll yeah, to that yeah, yeah. I like the other woman a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, we're going to start talking about this movie by um, giving our five-word reviews. Oh, mine are four. I made them four. It's five or less. Five oh, or less. perfect. Rich frog and sexy teacher. Mine is... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that... I'll let you guess which one of those connects to which story. Mine is two movies, but one's better. (laughs) I cheated. I actually did one for each book. Work, yeah. So the first one is Trendy Toad Loses Home. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a National Enquirer. I love that. That's funny. The second one is Ichabod Eats, Then Dies. Mm, he does do both. <laughs> he, right. Well, no, you don't really know, I guess. Yeah, he he died. Uh, I have strong feelings about the ending of that Sleepy Hollow. Oh, uh, work. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about? Or do you want to wait until we talk about? Oh, Sleepy let's Hollow? get to Sleepy Hollow. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Okay, so the movie begins, and we're in a like an actual library, and the camera is panning. We are looking at. The oh my god! A personal question. I have oh, to yeah. do my. This is another segment where okay. I ask a personal question. And oh. it, it has a theme song oh. that I have to sing now. Okay, good. Okay. It's yeah. personal questions with Austin and Luke. Getting to know Austin and Luke better by asking a personal question. It's personal questions with Austin and Luke and Amanda. So. <laughs> <laughs> my name sounded really sad just tacked on it, but it's not. Not so Amanda. <laughs> How do you feel about. Your mortality. These questions do get very real. Existential. And um, sometimes they connect to the theme of the movie. It mm-hmm. does, kind of. Mm-hmm. With both of them, almost. Yeah. So, what is your relationship with your mortality on this earth? 
do, do you want me to start with that one? I don't give a fuck. Neat. <laughs> I can start. Okay. I don't mind. Go ahead. I think that in our country, we're in America, by the way. Yikes. Let's go. Um, where uh, we like to pretend like death doesn't exist and that it it's, doesn't. and it is scary like it's not like mortality isn't scary i guess it depends on what you believe in the afterlife is like a thing um how scared you actually are of it but americans tend to try to be like no no uh, uh. Mm-hmm. mostly unless you're going to a haunted house in halloween or something um but <laughs> <So> other <true. laughs> but other countries not all of them but a lot of other cultures have a way better relationship with death mm-hmm. and they openly talk about it and they have things that like celebrate it in different right and i think that that is so much better mm-hmm. and like i am half mexican and my mom always puts up this giant ofrenda like every year and it has all of her like dead relatives and animals and stuff on it and it is really cathartic and i do the same thing but on a smaller scale with people i know that have died so like it just makes you feel like i can look at this and not that it's not really scary and that i don't mm-hmm. have anxiety about it but i think that we could develop better relationships with mm-hmm. our mortality and it's something i am trying to do yeah I love that. That's, That's awesome. beautiful. That's really great. Thanks. Austin. Yeah. I, um, I don't have anything quite as deep as that uh, <laughs> or as meaningful. But no, mortality is something that I think I started thinking about like the past couple years. Uh, I don't know. We had a had a big event in 2020. Uh, oh. Some of you might have heard about it. It's called Pandemic. No. It's done now. It's um, over. <laughs> it's over. Um. But I think, like, that sort of helped set some, th- set some things in perspective. But weirdly enough, I'm not, like, for mortality for me, like, personally, mm. I'm not, like, as, I'm not really stressed about me dying, per se. I feel like I might be at peace with that. Granted, I haven't been in a situation where my life has been threatened to the point where I could possibly die. Um, but I'm more concerned about the mortality of my loved ones and, like, family, Whereas I'm like, I can't possibly imagine them not being present. Whereas me, I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> not like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Not, <laughs> um, but like, um, you know, there's a song I, I listen to. I forget what it, I forget the title of it, but I really like it. It's a Lake Street Dive song. Um, it's my favorite, but I have no idea what it's I yeah. die young. Yeah, no, it's not that one. <laughs> um, but there's a line in the song where it's like, it's talking about how like, I'm getting older and like, I'm watching my, my parents get older and they're also watching me get older and it's both, it's like uncomfortable for both of us. And uh, that, I really relate to that. Yeah, I hate that. Part of the song. Yeah, it's, it's rough. <laughs> not a fan. No. So yeah, for me, this summer, uh, I had mono for a good month and a half, two months, Mm -hmm. and no doctors knew what was going on with me, and everyone thought I was going to have cancer and die, and that was really scary. I remember crying to my partner, um, saying, I don't want to have cancer, (laughs) and that was scary. Yeah. Yeah, I did not want to have it. And Most she, people don't. No. And she was like, yeah, if we have to go to an oncologist, you should call your mom and have her come down here. And I was like, that's scary. And then I went to the doctor today for a follow-up. And she was like, I'm glad you're okay. I was really concerned about you for a second there. I was like, coming from a medical professional, that really kind of was like, oh, people thought I, including medical professionals, thought yeah. I had cancer. But it was mono, and no one thought to, like, I don't know test me for it which is weird that because i feel like mono is not like an uncommon thing and somebody at the when i went to the er the second time and they kept me overnight the the doctor came up to me and he was like have you had mono before and i said no and he was like cool 
<laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Wait, cool. We gotta order that cat scan, I guess. Why? No reason. <laughs> just wondering. I was just curious. <laughs> Right. So this movie, it starts with like an actual library. <laughs> right back in it. And the camera is like panning across books, and a narrator is narrating, and he's a British man called ba- Basil Rathburn. Yeah, and he's, he's Sherlock Holmes. Oh, is he? <gasps> oh. Yeah. oh, I was wondering why his name was so big. I was like, that's a famous person from back in the day. Yeah, well, yeah. it's funny that because when I because when they were going into the opening credits, they were showing like the, the two narrators, which was. Basil. Basil. Ba- Basil. Yeah. Like Austin Powers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I still um, seen and uh, Bing Crosby, and I wrote down, I was like, Bing Crosby is like the first major celebrity that I could like recognize, but then at this point I'm realizing that Disney is like more of a global phenomenon, so Basil, I'm sure for the European, or at least the English folk, were like, they got Basil? <laughs> <laughs> no way! Whoa! Basil's my favorite! Yeah, meanwhile, I was like, oh, Bing Crosby, that's cool, because that's like the first celebrity I've noticed so far in the Disney stuff. The King of Christmas. Or the Bing of Christmas. The Bing of Christmas. Oh my gosh. All, also, the opening credits. Do all fucking Disney movies, like, the, so long. the song that they sing is just the title over and over. <laughs> yeah. It was the same thing for Saludos mm-hmm. Amigos. It was Saludos Amigos and the three ca- the three caballeros the three the caballeros gay, three gay caballeros. And, the gay, gay, gay. and this one oh. is Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Ichabod and Mr. Toad. It's like it's so the, stupid. The, they were called something fun. The Rid the Rhythmers or something? Oh, or yeah. Is that the name uh-huh. of the, the, the group? I, it has to be that group that's like I think so, yeah. Background. The, 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 love the Rhythmers or something. Yeah. And they do that from in Cinderella too. Cinderella, mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland. They I don't want to write lyrics. They just no. want to say the title. They, I forgot. In case you can't fucking read the title. Toy Story Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fourth one. Oh, horrible! What's that new movie with the long title? Every everything, everything everywhere, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. The credits were really long too. They were very long they because it's for two long. movies. I know, but they were forever, and I was like, "Holy shit!" But Mary Blair did the coloring. I know. I love Mary Blair. I love her. She only did the coloring for Sleepy Hollow, not for American the because American. Right. Fuck Winnie the Willows. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But long. <laughs> it's fine. I said I wrote "Go off, Mary Blair." Also, no racism warning for a lot of the movies oh. that we've watched thus far because it's like Dumbo yeah. and Fantasia and Salute to Something Goes and Through Caballeros. There's a yeah, I've seen. Yeah, it's like a big gray thing and it's like it will start in and you have to read the and like you can't yeah. skip it like yeah. you cannot it's like 20 seconds long mm-hmm. and there's apparently no racism to be found in this film according to disney plus i really i don't think so like i'm saying like, i don't think there is no do you think there is i, th- I, I don't think, think there is it's all like white it's all very white characters. stories yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they don't show any like there weren't many opportunities no, stereotypes there's right, not there four no, crows right there aren't yeah. any races in it except for animals and white people yeah right. They aren't like picking apart South American culture. I mean, like these creatures—they're strange they, music. They play music <laughs> with flutes and drums <laughs> and words I don't know. <sighs> so stupid. So J. Thaddeus Toad Esquire. Yeah, and that's his whole name. That is his. Full I name. love names in children's literature. Mm-hmm. They're so complicated for no reason. Like yeah. I watched Charlotte's Web last night, which is oh, my no. favorite story so ever. Sad. I know. I just I needed a catharsis moment, and mm-hmm. I bawled over Charlotte. Her name is Charlotte A. Cavatica. 
Aww. That's amazing. Isn't that pretty? It is. Yeah. You know, I decided that Cyril Proudbottom would be my drag king name. No. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Cyril Proudbottom is the horse what was in, in this in, in the Wind of the Willows. Willows. So like they oh, so yeah, they're they go by a bunch of books and he's like, What's the best character, the most fabulous character in British literature? And I said King Arthur before he said it. I was like, King Arthur's pretty fabulous. And he's pretty he was fab. like, King Arthur? And I was like, That's I said. <laughs> but no, it's this fucking toad who steals a car. A toad. This a lawyer, right? I mean, this lawyer toad. Is he a lawyer? A lawyer. I think I he's rich. I think he's oh. old money, like inherited. Okay, and he lives in Toad, toad Hall. Toad Hall. Yeah. Can't have a better name. Mm-hmm. It's really on the nose. Before we talk about this, though, The Wind in the Willows is one of my favorite children's books, and I'm not at all familiar with Wind in the Willows. And I don't like really. the adaptation of it. Because <laughs> it's about Toad and it's not supposed to be. It's about Mole and Ratty. Oh, well, Mole is so sweet. I know. I want to play Mole. Oh, either one of you could play Mole oh and be God, so sweet. Oh, I'll be your swing. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the there's a really cool Broadway musical version of The Wind in the Willows mm-hmm. that's really really cool, and they have the weasels have this really cool like big number and there's a chief weasel who's like in charge of all the weasels Mr. Winky is not in the book or the musical oh god and I want you to be the head weasel oh okay yeah because I wanted to do the show with Dingbat and then maybe someday yeah one day because I think Brian would be a funny toad do they know that they know the people out there know that Dingbat's your theater company yeah 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 I'm just checking sorry (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah Dingbat's my theater company our theater company (laughs) <laughs> Amanda has appeared in many a dingbat show. I have. Cool. I've been your husband before. Yes. Yes. Yes, you have. Yes. Yes. And she also played his husband in the show one time. <laughs> You're so silly. We're pretty fabulous. Sorry. Narrator Jay man. Thaddeus Toad Esquire. Yes, and he has a mania for fads. Is oh. he like... Esquire, so yeah, he is a lawyer. He is a lawyer, right? I'm not insane. Is Esquire a lawyer thing? Yeah. Oh, I just thought it was fancy that... term for... Skip ahead. Yeah. He represents him You're right. himself at his trial. You oh, thought a lot harder about this. I didn't. I just heard Esquire and I thought, oh, he's a lawyer. Um, but it doesn't I... seem like he does any lawyering because he's just flying around on this stupid car all yeah. the time. No. Horse-drawn carriage horse-drawn with Cyril Proudbottom. Cyril Proudbottom. Right. He... Cyril, Cyril so Proudbottom the... is the name of the horse. The yes, general... Cyril Proudbottom. <laughs> the general premise of what's going on is Mr. Badger, um, <laughs> which I don't think is his full legal Christian name. Badger. Um, is taking care of Toad's estate because Mr. Toad uh, is manic. Is basically they keep saying that all the time. He's like he has a mania. He's manic. <laughs> he's fucking nuts. Yeah, he's nuts. He's nuts for carriages and horses and shit. He wants to go fast. Um, he's like um, what's it? Ricky Bobby. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, he's like Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> I'm going fast, Mama. This is the Fast and the Furious for animals. Honestly, two wind, two willows. <laughs> Um, but Badger's, like, really upset with Mr. Toad, and he hasn't seen him in a while, so he calls up... Uh, Mr. Toad, Tokyo Drift. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> he calls up, uh, he calls up, uh, Rat and Mole, and he's like, have you guys seen Mr. Toad? And they're like, no. But I also like in how Basil narrates this, where... Mm-hmm. He'll be like, this person says this, says Rat, and blah, blah, oh, blah, blah, that, blah, blah, says Mole. I thought so that was good. cute. Because like, he's reading a book. conversation. That was really cute. Mm-hmm. But in this one, they actually have voices, so they talk. Yes. Right. It is cute. Um, I wrote, I am Rat and all my friends are Mole when it comes to, like, punctuality. <laughs> um, just because I feel like <laughs> all my friends, I'm friends with so many people. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I'm always, like, I'm 
consistently the early late. bird. Yeah, I'm early, early. Yeah, I'm yeah. thirty minutes early to everything. And I was literally thirty minutes late today. I for was this, so. I, I live here, so I was on time. But generally, <laughs> I'm I'm around five minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I could relate to rap. So, like when we were in college, I'd get texts from Austin like, "I'm here, just sitting in the parking lot." And I'm like, "I haven't left yet." <laughs> <laughs> something else that I got from this. Well, it says that Mole is something, but so I wrote so cute and funny. He's so cute and sweet, and he's like the nice one that sees the good in everyone. And Ratty's supposed to be stuffy. They keep saying Ratty, stuffy. <laughs> but their postman is a human. Weird, right? The, I don't the, like the humans. The addition to, of humans in a rat in an animal world is so strange. And like their to me. scale so, yeah, is the, so the humans weird. Are yes. human sized, but the buildings are also human sized, but yes. then also sometimes not when the animals are in the building. Figure the fuck out. There are no humans <laughs> in, in the, the book. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like there are because a car. Mm. But they're not But are they characters. animal cars? Like animal No, cars. they're like oh, it's an the actual, actual car that he drives, but they don't they don't interact directly. They have, like, yeah. it's an animal lawyer and an animal judge, not, like, an actual human being. It's weird. Like, as soon as the postman was like, here's this letter, I was like, that's a man mm-hmm. that just knocked on that rat's, like, little den. And Mr. River. Winky, who is apparently a human, is, n- is the animal size. Sized. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, like, as big as Ratty, and Ratty is as big as a foot. On the postman. <laughs> so, judging by that scale that we've established, Mr. Winky is... Tiny. Also, creature. all of their names of all of them are. It's like Leslie Jordan. I'm changing like my Mr. casting. Mr. Winky is Mr. Winky not a moderately sexual name? Mr. Oh yeah. It sounds mm. like something you'd name your penis. Well, there's like the Winky. I think it's like a. <laughs> I, no, I think there's a term for it. Like Mr. Winky's awake winky. and ready to play. Does someone, someone says that. Oh, I think, they, I think it's an Ace Ventura. That sh- movie is canceled, but I remembered it from. Oh, the movie's right. canceled. Yes, don't. That's a different story. Yeah. Why is it canceled? It trans. It's like at the very end of yeah, it. Yeah, like it's a really like bad transphobic. Really bad transphobic. I watched it once when I was like ten years old. Oh, I was I older than you. I'm old. Not really, but kind of. But like anyway, they, he literally calls it Mr. Winky. So like yeah. now I'm just like, oh, a penis is named Mr. I don't even. Amanda worked on this movie actually. No, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's I that old. I was a child. When did this movie come out? Like Fuck 1949. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it was the 90s though. So yikes. 1949. <laughs> oh, this movie, not. Oh, not even <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The classic Jim Carrey film. Jim Carrey's 300 years old. <laughs> Oops. He looks great. He does. Yeah. Anyway, um, Toad is driving around the countryside in a stupid horse-drawn thing. Me in particular. I like that song. I loved it. It was I, cute. I, did, I liked it, too. They're singing The Horse is Silly, and they're singing together, mm-hmm. driving along the countryside. Also, Mac Badger, could he be more Scottish? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he could have been. How? Like, vocally. Really? Like, if I, he was from Glasgow and you couldn't understand a word he said, then yes. I feel like the brogue yeah. was so thick and his name was Mac Badger <laughs> for some reason, which it is not in the book. Whatever. Well, I and he that. had, like, this red plaid scarf and, like, that on. Scottish beard that Tony yeah, Boothby well, has. I thought he was Scottish <laughs> hey, at first, but his accent didn't sound Scottish. It sounded like, it sounded like other, some other port, part, oh my god, some other part of Europe to me. And then when he said it was Mac Badger, I was like, oh, I guess he's Scottish. The tartan didn't get away to you? Huh? The bright red tartan? I don't. He was wearing the hat yeah. with the thingy on the top, the yes. little football. He literally so Scottish. Editor's note. He could have had worn a kilt. He could have worn a kilt. You don't know what a tartan is? No. It's the plaid that that, that is for clans. Oh. Scottish clans. Oh. So they for each have their own for their families. Clans is a dangerous <laughs> What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Cyril. 
Is that the horse? Yeah. Yes. Cyril Proud Bottom. My drag name is the horse. Yeah. <laughs> Proud Bottom. That's. He funny. says I'm a bit of a rotter. No, I'm a bit of a trotter and a bit of a rotter. And I thought that mm. was so funny. Yeah. I was like, that's my tagline. It's yeah. all here. Thank you, Wind in the Willows, for giving me my drag king name. <laughs> that is funny. I do like that. Um, but he's like, he, I think they get to him and he's like, okay, I'm finally gonna come home. Like, what if, sure, I'll come home, I'll take care of my estate, and then a car drives by. And then... But, like, okay, so when they were singing the song, he, like, at one point, oh, yeah, yeah. jump-roped with the whip, and I thought yeah, that was that cute. Was cute. <laughs> um, oh, wait, but I think before he figured out about the car, they were, like, trying to talk sense into Mr. Toad, and he was covering his ears, and I liked how they muted the audio whenever he would cover his he ears. He was literally like, la-la-la, almost, without, yeah. like, singing mm-hmm. Did you notice how weirdly the words were lip-synced to their faces? Like, no. the, their lips movement didn't really match up correctly. I did not notice that. I didn't either. It bugged me a little bit. That's okay. I get it. Yeah. I didn't notice. I guess I was like, it's old. I think I watched too right, but, like, it's the older, like, there are older movies that we've seen that, that it is matched up. It feels like it was rushed. Mm. And there's no lip syncing at all in Sleepy Hollow. Right. No. So. Maybe they were. Maybe they were like, oh, we don't have the time for this. Yeah. <laughs> literally. I think that's what happened. So... Frog, no, Toad. Mm-hmm. I like Frog and Toad better. I so love I Frog and putting Toad. Putting them together, they're not the same. They're gay. Are they? they? Are. I can yeah, see that. That's sweet. Because the author is gay. Aww. I know. Okay. The author of Good Night Moon is a lesbian, too. Aww. Aww. Her. Yeah. Get it. Yeah, you get that post. <laughs> <laughs> Disney! Um, toad is like, I'm going to take care of my finances. I'm not going to mess shit up all the time because he was breaking stuff yeah. and Badger was like, I'm going to pay this for this lamppost you ran into yeah. and all this stuff. And then he sees a car go by and his eyes get really big and like yeah, colorful and rings and stuff. And mm-hmm. now he just wants a car. Yeah. And they lock him in his room so he doesn't go buy a car. It's an intervention. Yeah. Yes. A really serious one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's addicted to going fast. But locking him in his room doesn't solve the problem. He escapes in his nightgown. Uh, and goes off and finds a car. And all we know at this point is that he is arrested for stealing a car. And it's all over the papers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what papers, the human or the animal ones, but yeah. probably both. Because he's taken to human, like, court. court. Yeah. <laughs> I liked reading the headlines on some of the newspapers. This one, I think, came from a, a later newspaper thing from later in the court. But one of the headlines was, Meteorite Falls Near Baby. <laughs> I don't even think I paid attention to the other headlines that weren't the ones you were supposed to read that were like about Toad. <laughs> I paused it every once in a while to see. You sh- that's funny. funny. That was the only one that like made me laugh, but that's cute. Some of them were cute. Yeah. Um. So they go to court to uh, meet up with Toad, and they're like, "What? what you to know, meet what? up with Toad? Yeah, hey, <laughs> they go to man. court to, to be representatives for Toad, yeah, yeah, yeah. and to be there for the for uh, <laughs> for this human court with the judge. He's wearing the powdered like." Yeah. White wig. So weird. Racist. Mm-hmm. What? What? No. <laughs> no. And they're like, Toad. Toad's like, I'm going to represent myself. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, no. And Toad's like winking at everyone. Like, mm-hmm. I got this, guys. Mm-hmm. And so he starts to tell this story about his stuff with the fucking car. And we get a flashback. So we get the horse, Cyril comes in and it helps tell the story and it's like Toad's like I saw this beautiful red really weirdly red motorcar motorcar and these weasels were driving it creepy the eyes the weasels Mm -hmm. were scary and they all look the exact same and they all have the same hats and stuff Mm -hmm. and they're going into a bar so they all like scamper into a bar together and then Toad's like great idea I'm just gonna pay them (laughs) 
for this car. So yeah. buy it right off of him at the bar. The bar is owned by Mr. Winky. Penis Mr. Winky. He's so scary. He's, he's so the creepy. Size of all the animals. Yeah. Right. And he has two mustaches, one on his lip and then one on his head. Yes. And he will twirl the mustache on his lip and then he'll twirl the mustache on his head. Mm-hmm. And he had really weird, like, his face was weird. His face was n- not was, drawn like you. We, we can't body shame Mr. Winky. Yes, we can. <laughs> face Everyone <laughs> sexy except Mr. Winky. <laughs> That's going on my website. <laughs> and he, had, he did have a weird face. He was drawn not like the humans. He was drawn more like the animals, which yeah. made him look it's weird. It's odd. It's very Uncanny Valley for yeah. Mr. Winky. He was drawn very... Oh, there was a character that he reminded me a lot of. Me too. I, couldn't, I just couldn't put my thinky on it. Yeah, but he reminded me of a character that I've seen before and it was weird. But he didn't seem very trustworthy to begin with. Just by how I, he carried himself. I'm he really bad. Yeah, I'm really bad at like judging things in movies. So I was like all for Mr. Wink. Are you kidding? I got. I got. You didn't get got, bad vibes I from got, Mr. Wink. I got the rug pulled up from under me with Mr. Winky. I'm Austin's not gonna just lie. sweet and naive. He's very much more. <laughs> so. Like I saw Mr. Winky and I was like, oh shit, oh well, no. Why? Because well, I because I, <laughs> I knew the weasels were framing uh, Mr. Toad because he also thinks Elton John is straight. I've never once said that. Where did you get the? Huh? This is awesome. We can't like, spread these rumors theory. around. <laughs> you guys, Mr. So, Winky's just misunderstood. So, Mr. Toad, when he goes in to buy the car, he's saying things like, "Is that car looks really hot," um, and things like that. And this, the weasels think that he knows that it's stolen, and they like pull out actual guns. <laughs> Yes, there are a lot of guns there in there. Like an unlimited amount. Mr. Toad. And then finally he's like, no, no, look, I'll see. Here, here's the contract. I'm going to buy your car. I'm going to have Mr. Winky notarize it. Yeah. yeah, essentially. Thank God Mr. Winky's there. So he could Because he's on. so trustworthy yeah. and Austin loves him so. At, as I don't want any more. I wrote, I wrote, Mr. Winky, No! <laughs> because in court they bring him up as a witness and, and Mr. Toad specifically is like yeah. there's never a more upstanding gentleman than Mr. Winky and the judge is like I'm gonna shake your hand sir because he just said that you were so trustworthy yeah. and Toad didn't pay cash for this car circling like back IOU, he traded him Toad, Toad Hall. Hall oh yeah that's right never mind yeah he did that he traded Toad Hall, and which Toad is... Toad Hall is important. Which is established in the first three seconds of this film, but yeah. they don't say why it's important. They just say that it is. They apparently, say it's important to the animals. Yeah, and apparently he loans out money to a lot of humans. Toad? Yeah, because, like, that's part of the thing is, like, all the humans are like, you need to pay me for this. I think he has a lot of loans from humans. That's, sorry, that's what I meant, is he had a lot of loans, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he just damaged a lot of property and a lot of him paying stuff out was him, like, fixing the That's stuff he ran in. Like, it's like, this is for a lamppost. I'm like, oh, well, clearly uh, he ran into that lamppost. That might, that makes yeah, sense. I think smart. it's just, he, yeah. like, damages a lot of property and, like, messes a lot of stuff up. Or he doesn't pay, like, when he's there for, like, drinks and stuff. So mm-hmm. he's, like, he has to, like, yeah. pay. And I love how there are, like, a dozen people there. This is, like, we're circling, like, way back at this point. To, like, get their money from Toad. And Mac Badger's just like, I'm done giving you money today. And they're like, okay. And they leave. <laughs> As if you can just tell people that you're done paying them for the day. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's why they're so, like, concerned. They're like, Toad, stop fucking shit up, man. Because, like, Toad Hall is, like, this grand thing for the animals. Because yeah. it's a Apparently. human-sized mansion. Yeah. So they're like, we got to keep this with the animals or something. Anyway, he puts the car up against Toad Hall. And they're like, Mr. Linky, come on in and say that you were there. When I signed this thing, 
Bum, bum, bum. Mr. Winky says, I. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Winky says, no, he stole that car. Stole, like, yeah. Mr. Toad's like, no, I didn't. And then Toad goes to jail. He goes to, like, a maximum security prison for stealing It's like the, the Tower car. of London. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Azkaban. Yeah. It was like, mm, he's a tiny, tiny toad. We can yeah. put him in a little terrarium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, terrarium? Like, not, not saying that Grand Theft Auto is, you know, a light crime. Stealing <laughs> stealing most things is wrong um, and bad. But he also, Except he just it's stole from a car. Walmart. Right, and, like, kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> he just, like... But now know. he's... In jail. Yeah. And the weasels have taken over Toad Hall. And their leader, Mr. Mr. Winky. And they're getting drunk. They got drunk, too. They were, like, super drunk, mm-hmm. like, passed all over Toad Hall. Is this a good time to break for a Christian mom review? Yeah. I, I'd i love to hear a Christian mom yeah. review. Yeah, so this is a segment we'll that we do. We'll figure out how Mr. Toad gets out of prison in the moment. Yeah, this is a segment that we do where I go and find Christian mom reviews. Oh, my God. Of these old Disney movies and how they're infecting our children's brains. I love it. I'm ready. I have found a few for the for this one, and this is for the package film for Winnie the Willows and Sleepy Hollow. This for and what's really interesting is that you get kind of both perspectives. You get like the really conservative perspective, and then you get the overly liberal perspective now okay. too of people like. So they're like fighting kind of over why it's bad. <laughs> Perfect, this first one bad. is yeah. too many boys. Period. Sexist. True. I did say that at the beginning. Yeah. So. Boys think girls need protection. The first half was Mr. Toad. It was entertaining. Lots of adventure. The second was disgusting. <laughs> Ichabod treats the whim- the woman like property. Singular. She is drawn with ridiculously unrealistic proportions, which is I true. think hilarious. But true. But true. But. She looks weird. But funny. But we'll talk about that So many problematic themes that I had to explain to my nine-year-old girl and 11-year-old boy before we turned it off. My daughter insisted we write this review. She was not impressed. Next movie. Yeah, your nine-year-old daughter was like, uh, you should write a review, Mom. Outdated and questionable at best. I have often come to Common Sense. This is from commonsensemedia.org. For reviews, and not until now have I felt the need to create a review. This movie made me do it. The first half is a fairly convoluted version of Winning the Willows. However, because of the era it was made, the material is not appropriate for kids, really. Lots of smoking. And tons of alcohol consumption, including it being stated that an entire room of characters were passed out drunk. The end is a violent... thing people never are and children should never know about. The end is a violent, although non-bloody, chase scene. The second tale is sexist through and through. It's been a long time since I've been this disappointed. I cannot believe the reviewer gave it five stars. I gave it a two, and that's only because the animation is good. Imagine... Being so not disappointed in your life. Just like going through your life Couldn't and then be this being one of the most disappointed I aspire I've ever to been. That. I, I would love to live that life. Yes. I am so disappointed all the time. Someone <laughs> save me. And, and at the bottom life. she said this title has too much violence, too much sex, and too much drinking slash drugs slash smoking. Drugs? There's drugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that scene where Mr. Toad does like a bunch of heroin. Oh, yeah, he just snorts, how did I snorts a line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
this next review isn't from a mom, but from a child. Um, it's called Not Halloweeny. I am nine, and my mom picked this, and I do not like it because it was not Halloweeny. So if you want to watch a Halloween movie, do not watch this. If you want to get a little tiny bit scared in the last five minutes, this is good for you, pussies. You know what? <laughs> you I that nine-year-old did not say. <laughs> I will say. I will say. She. That's a. That's that. That's a fair review. This is not Halloween. And, and it's yeah. You know, she's right. It isn't Halloween. Does it advertise itself as that? No, I don't think so. But the she's Legend right. of Sleepy Hollow has well, yeah, some Halloweeny yeah. elements. But there's a pumpkin at the end, right? <laughs> to be fair, it is only at the end. Yeah, you don't was... even hear about the headless horseman the no. entire time. Until the very end. She also, was like, I watched the Johnny Depp film, Sleepy Hollow, and I right. was not at all like that. So, back to the film. Where were we? So, Toad... They're passed out drunk in Toad Hall. But Toad also escapes from prison. Yeah. <gasps> Using the art form of drag. No one said that in the Christian Mom reviews, but they were in drag. Yeah. <laughs> they were in drag. It wasn't Both the, the horse right. and the Toad. I think if they were pretty, they'd have a problem with it. Oh, okay, because they just you put know. the dresses on. Yeah, it was, for, it was for ha-ha funny, not... They did what they yeah. had to do. Mm-hmm. But they got out because women are mm-hmm. really demure. I said, um... Not a problem. Yas queer representation. <laughs> Cyril's gay. Clearly. They're yeah. all gay. Proud all of them. Bottom. <laughs> Proud bottom. <laughs> that's, a t- that's his last name and his title. And Ratty and Mole live together. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just took off my glasses in a very <laughs> sassy way. Um, uh, Toad had a Toad. <laughs> I didn't. I forgot that he had like the little ankle weight on him, like the ball, the ball and, and chain. chain. So when he, <laughs> I thought he just like had an ass when he was walking down the sidewalk, <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like he put some padding in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, it's the ball and chain. And then he steals a train. And right. how they show light is really cool in this mm-hmm. segment. You know, like from the other train. Yeah, mm. I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't like, and I thought was really dumb, was that Toad's like, "Haha, look at me! I'm gonna throw my ball into this river that we're passing." Mm-hmm. I thought he'd be I'm okay gonna... because he's an aquatic creature. I also thought yeah. that, <laughs> and he sinks to the bottom of the water and can't come up, and they don't know what happened to him, so they just lose him. So like, oh, he's being pursued by a human policemen with <laughs> one Toad <laughs> with guns. that they are shooting off like crazy. <laughs> But now he's at the bottom of the water with a ball and chain around his ankle. That's what can't... Gretchen calls me. Aww. Mr. Toad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My ankle. But he can't breathe now. He does He does get out. We don't really talk about how he gets out of that situation. No, he, he just does. kind of appears at the front door of Rowdy and Mole's house. Right. Mm. And they think it's a woman, but then they're like, oh, no. Yeah. Toad escaped. I, did, I thought you were a beautiful woman. And Mull is like, it is a happy Christmas, because it's also, surprise, it's Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Weird. But the first half of this movie is Christmas, and the second half of this movie is Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Not Halloween-y. <laughs> not Christmassy enough. It's nothing mm, enough. True. So they go to sneak back into Toad Manor to reclaim it. Uh, him, McBadger, uh, Mole, and Rat. Um, Cyril doesn't help them. Oh, because Cyril's still in jail, I think. Cyril's... No, I think he just ran away somewhere else. Oh, yeah, he Cyril was also dressed like a popped him off and was like, bah. Right, yeah, he was true. like, I'm also a criminal. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's kind of a rotter. A bit yeah, of a rotter. Yeah. <laughs> so silly. Um, they sneak in. Um, Toad has a, a shotgun <laughs> in this moment while he's sneaking. He, like, 
pulls out a shotgun on something, and I was like, where, where, where has that been this whole There's time? so many guns. And I feel like he could have solved a lot of the situation if he had kept that shotgun. Well, he somehow convinced Ratty and Mole to sneak into Toad Hall with him. Yeah. Is McBadger there? Yeah. Yeah. They're all there, they're all there. and they're all going to take Toad Hall back to get the deed that Mr. Winky literally has on his person. So they can prove it to the judge that they, that he's... As if, life. like, this official government document... Is gonna like it gonna... Well, but also still, it would still be in effect, I think, because it got, like, notarized by Mr. Winky, so they would still technically have Toad Hall, I think, right? It would just be proving that he didn't steal the car. He's like, no, I do own the car, I still don't own the mansion, though. The mansion does belong to Mr. Winky. But is Mr. Winky a notary public? That's true, we don't know if he's actually... No, and it doesn't say that, it just says that he witnessed it and signed oh. up as a witness. Oh, so he didn't, okay. So, so it's like really just more of, like, a... In good faith. Like a handshake situation. Yeah, but oh. look, we're going to sign on it because it's a, a, a large item I or whatever. Like an official, like, notary. Okay. But, when, yeah, okay, so now Mr. Winky's sleeping, <laughs> fucking passed out drunk, with a bunch of weasels that are sleeping on every single thing in Toad Hall, mm-hmm. including the, like, picture frames and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, there was one that was sleeping in a painting. Like, I know, it was, I was like, like... It was in the arms of one of the paintings, and I thought that was Oh, really that's funny. cute, yeah. I didn't notice that. Was, yeah, it was cute. Um, <laughs> but they wake them up, somehow. Well, they're, they're sneaking around, and they have, like, Mole on, like, this thing that they're going to lower. He's going to rappel down. And it's like a Mission Impossible Very situation. Tom Cruise. Yes. Yeah. Changing the casting? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've already um, done that. <laughs> During this, I've changed my casting. Um, so, while he's replying down, Mr. Winky grabs Mole and, like, cuddles up with him, and then he manages to get out. Something breaks. I forget specifically what it is, but something... It was memorable enough that we cannot remember exactly what happened. Yeah, but, they, but it wakes everyone up. And they're all like, Mr. Winky, he's getting your stuff. So they go through this huge long chase sequence. It was cute. And like there's paper airplanes involved. And there's endless knives. Endless knives. Endless knives. knives. The weasels have all of the knives in the whole world. They're throwing them at these poor rodents. (laughs) And and amphibian. I wrote wrote that mirror gag was good, but I forget what the mirror gag was. Oh, I think it it was Mole was running through a hallway... And then oh, he and smashed into a mirror, a mirror. Because the Hollywood behind him. That, that was, really was cute. Funny. I yeah. liked that. And like the paper airplanes was cute too, because like they had the deed, but then he like adds a bunch of like paper in the mix, so they don't know like which yeah. piece of paper is actually like the thing for the car. It's that really was clever. cute. Mm-hmm. And then they, after that ten minute long chase scene, they exit the hall with the deed, and basically the movie's over. Yeah, old like Zion plays. Well, sort of. They're like, Did I miss yes, something? we got Toad Hall back, and they're like, thank God, Toad is fine now and then at the very end fucking toad decides that he loves planes Mm -hmm. so he rides in on this stupid plane and he like hits part of toad hall and then you're like oh he didn't change he's just gonna do the same shit again yeah and i was like fuck toad (laughs) so annoying (laughs) but there was cyril in the plane with him oh yeah how was that horse in that little plane whatever the toad is flying he's a proud bottom they make it work bottoms make it work bottoms do make it they make it work. Do we do another segment now? No, Better. I want to know the casting for the one we just did. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Do we want to do like all the casting or just for Oh, you said I think just for Mr. Toad. Do we want to do a Toad. segment? I was like, no, let's do a segment. <laughs> this is a segment. I don't want to do your fucking segment. I want to do a segment. <laughs> but I think we can do Mr. Toad now and then we, or um, Wind of the Willows now and then do okay. it, I need it, to plug, it later. Plug my phone in at some point. Um, so let's go character by character. Okay. I th- <laughs> did not do it that way, but okay. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> how else did you do just it? go? Okay, <laughs> I'm last. <laughs> I okay. So let's let's start with Mr. Thing. Toad. Yes. 
I cast uh, David Tennant. I cast David Tennant too, oh! bitch! <laughs> We're the same. <laughs> That's really the only thing similar, I'm pretty sure. What was the last person we got we similarly cast? Who, who uh, we had it? Lauren Graham. That's right. <laughs> it wasn't the same character. We both cast her in the movie. Yeah, we cast her as different characters, but we cast yeah, yeah. Lauren Graham and Bambi. Mm-hmm. Who's your Mr. Toad? I Are thought, you okay? Yes. I thought that it would be fun if Mr. Toad was done with the Muppets. <gasps> oh, <laughs> okay, got oh, it. All right, I love this reimagining. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah. Reimagining. So, do you want to go and do all of yours, or like, how would you like to present your art? <laughs> um, I guess I couldn't really decide who Toad should be. It makes sense for him to be Kermit, but that doesn't fit his personality. No, no. So I said Gonzo. <laughs> that checks out. Funny. Absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely Gonzo. My brain went to Robin first for a second. Oh, like, another, but Robin wouldn't be. Crazy. No, he wouldn't be that He's crazy. a sweet little boy. So, shall we move on to Mac Badger? Mm-hmm. Who do you have? Um, I have Kenneth Branagh. That's fun. I have Idris Elba. Ooh, I almost put Idris Elba in mine. Oh my I, god, but I you didn't. didn't. I did. I have Kermit. <laughs> yeah. You're that's, better, you're better at this than us. <laughs> uh, Ratty. Uh, Martin Freeman. I, um, I had Martin Freeman as a different character. Okay. I have Colin Firth as Ratty. Ooh. Oh, wow. I, I have um, Sam Eagle. <laughs> yeah. Love. Amanda is a little better at this. <laughs> Didn't know that was an option. Uh, <laughs> and mole. Uh, Josh Gad. That's. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I have a Martin Freeman as as the mole. Okay. Um, in Muppet World, this was a little bit hard because they're usually pretty kooky, but I yeah. put Bean Bunny because he's really sweet. Which one? Oh Bean yeah, Bunny. Bean's the cutest character in mm-hmm. all of Muppet Dumb, and in. <laughs> And Muppet Christmas Carol, he's the one that's like, Good King went to the sauce comes out. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets the roots thrown at him. Best. <laughs> yes. He's also in the Muppet 3D. He's like a very big character in the Muppet he is, 3D yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, um, not MGM, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. <clears throat> Old. I know it is MGM too. You're okay. Yeah. Um, I got my but Cyril. But I'm old now too, apparently. <laughs> my, my Cyril uh, Proud Bottom is Stephen Merchant. I have Stephen Merchant as something else in my casting, too. Um, oh. Melissa McCarthy is who I have oh, for Cyril. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have Rizzo the Rat. Yep. Because Here. if Toad yeah. is gone, so then... That yeah, makes sense. Yep. Did y'all cast Mr. Winky and the Mean Lawyer? I just Mr. Cast Winky Mr. would Winky. be a person. I cast the Mean Lawyer as well. Oh, okay. The lawyer who, like, yells at Toad. Yeah. yeah. I didn't cast the lawyer because I couldn't think of a, an actual actor, but I thought of a character from a video game. Got it. So, Mr. Winky... Mr. Winky for me is Rowan Atkinson. Oh, like from is that Mr. Bean? Oh, okay, got it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I originally had Kate Blanchett because I thought that'd be an interesting <laughs> interpretation, but then last minute I changed it to Leslie Jordan. <laughs> That's fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah, it's super fun. And um, my mean lawyer is Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith is going to be the one yelling at Toad. That checks out. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, that's I would have when you said Kate Blanchett. My my next thought was. If they were to cast a female actor, it would have been Tilda Swinton because she just always gets cast. Tilda would have been good. No, Luke, it's okay. Stupid. Who's your Mr. Winky? I didn't cast Mr. Winky, but Mr. I wanted. I know. I'm done. I'm gonna think of one right now because I wanted. Well, Mr. Winky can can be the one person. Yeah, like the one human, but I didn't cast the one human. Mm. Stick Jason Siegel. (laughs) (laughs) Someone really small. Like Tom Cruise or something just terrible that you're like, why are him. they in this movie with them? Yeah. Because he's short. It's like Elijah Wood. Aww. Aww. That'd be funny. That's that would cute. be funny. I like that. 
Fleischwood. Yeah. Fleischwood, no. I thought of that. <laughs> um, that one's mine. That one's mine. Sean Aston, I love him. Oh, oh Sean Aston. Um, do you want to do the the quiz corner for this? Or do you want to save that for all one lump? Yeah, let's do the quiz corner for this. Okay. All right. So, oh man, I have a section called Quiz Corner. Oh god. Quiz uh, Corner. I ask. That's it. I ask uh, questions based on the original source material of the books, or sometimes just trivia around it. Um, and one time he did Descendants trivia. One time I did Descendants <gasps> trivia because I couldn't think of an original. There was, or there was no original story for it. Um, and sometimes, like for Dumbo, there was original source material, which I did for the first Dumbo. Then when we did the Dumbo remake, I did Danny DeVito trivia. Oh. Um, but this one, we have source material and some like other backstory. So <clears throat> this is for both of you to answer. So we'll like agree on an answer and then we'll like lock it in. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. In sync. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the original Wind in the Willows series of stories, which god did Rat and Mole meet in a future story? Was it A, Pan, B, Dionysus, C, Demeter, or D, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Oh, no. I think it was probably Dionysus. Do you think so? That makes sense to me for Toad to meet Dionysus. No, but you said... Rat and Mole. Rat and Mole, not Toad. Oh. What was the first one? Pan. Mm-hmm. Pan's not really a god. So. <laughs> you still think it's Dionysus? The next one is Demeter. I don't think it's Demeter. That's kind of boring, but. I think Dionysus is the. Okay, we can go with Dionysus. Dionysus! Um, it was Pan. Oh! Ah! Is Pan a god? They said god in the Wikipedia page. So. Oh. I find that annoying. Do you know did. Kenneth Graham wrote The Reluctant Dragon as well? Kenneth Graham yeah, wrote the Wind in the Willows, the credits, and he think, also yeah. wrote The Reluctant Dragon. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. It's like a demigod <laughs> or something. Oh, I don't know my mythology. Half-blood. Um, <laughs> Do you want to be a half-blood? Um, okay, so Mr. Toad had a... T- uh, the second question. Mr. Toad had a TV show in the 70s with another Disney animated character. Who was it? Was it A, The Seven Dwarves, B, Goofy, C, The Reluctant Dragon, or D, Ichabod Crane? Wait, what was the question? I Mr. looked it up and I'm wrong. Pan apparently is a god of fucking shepherds and goats. And I'm the child of Pan. Yeah. God of the, the wild. wild. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Mr. Toad had a TV show in the 70s with another Disney animated character. Who was it? The Seven Dwarves, Goofy, The Reluctant Dragon, or Ichabod Crane? Seven Dwarves, right? I don't... No? You don't think so? I don't think so. I would feel like he would go with like another lesser character. You know, like, in order to showcase him. Like, to showcase, like... So you think it was... What were the other options that weren't the seven dwarfs? <laughs> Goofy, Goofy, the reluctant dragon, and Ichabod Crane. I don't think it's Ichabod. No. I'm feeling reluctant dragon for some reason, because Is they're... Is that a Disney character? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're, and, um, they're authors who wrote the original source material are the same. So Kenneth Graham wrote with the Wind in the Willows and the Reluctant Dragon. Sure. Reluctant Dragon. That is true. He had a TV show in the 70s for a couple episodes called Mr. Toad and the Reluctant Dragon. That's cute. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it was sort of what this was, where it was just like little side stories of each of them. Um, So we can save the Sleepy Hollow ones for after Sleepy Hollow. Work. Side note. (laughs) Mr. Toad's Wild Ride that used to be at both Disneyland and Disney World Mm -hmm. was based off of Mr. Toad, but it has no bearings and nothing at all to do with Wind in the Willows or this movie or (laughs) film, or I don't think any of the stories. But... Fun fact, it's literally like you're in Mr. Toad's car and you're manic and crazy and stuff, mm-hmm. and then you end up in this really cartoonish, weird version of hell. Don't so, you, like, go through a bar and stuff, and then yeah. it gets even crazier, so it's like you're drunk driving? Yes. Yeah. Tidbit. Super weird. Still at Disneyland. Huh. 
Let's go. <laughs> let's yeah, let's do it. Go. Let's go to hell. Let's go to hell, bitch ass. <laughs> um, so the next part of the story is narrated by Bing Crosby. I love him. I like Bing Crosby. He's so cute. And it switches, I like how it switches from like British literature to American literature and to a different section of the library. Mm-hmm. I did not know until when I watched the movie today that Sleepy Hollow was an American story. Oh, really? Washington Irving. Yep. I he also did Rip Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I just I just assumed Sleepy Hollow, it sounded like a, it sounds like a British thing. But I guess most early American stuff it sounds British because of what it was. They were actually Dutch settlers in the land of Terrytown. I know a weird amount about Sleepy Hollow because I direct a version of Sleepy Hollow. I have for the past three years mm-hmm. directed a play version outdoors with a real horse and rider that throws a pumpkin. So I did some a moderate amount of research about Sleepy Hollow online. <laughs> so Is it only only three years? This yeah. is your four or your this three? This would be my fourth year. Wow. Go off. Yes. And you wrote the adaptation too. I wrote the adaptation we're doing now. Yeah, they nice. started out with a different one. So you're overly familiar with. So Sleepy I read Hollow multiple trivia. versions of this because it's a short story by Washington Irving. There's not like, mm-hmm. a, like if you're gonna do a full length, it's not. It's an hour long, but if you're going to do a full length anything, you kind of have to embellish certain areas because he left so much of it wide open that yeah. like there's not a whole lot of actual story there to mm-hmm. do a play. Right. So I read a bunch of other versions of the play that also embellish different things mm-hmm. and concocted my own <laughs> version <laughs> of Sleepy Hollow. That's cool. <laughs> nice. So yeah, Bing Crosby narrates this. Mm-hmm. Really good narrator. Yes, awesome narrator. Um, uh, Ichabod Crane is the main character of our story. He is this thin, scrangly little man, but apparent like I guess he's some kind of weird version of sexy because boy, everyone loves. They're obsessed. Town. At one point, know, they say he gets around like nobody can. I, said, I wrote that he's the town ladies man gets around like no one can. Yeah, yeah. I, wrote, I wrote he's about to be everyone's stepdad because <laughs> he was like he like he liked to know what the mothers were cooking and he was like sitting in this pe- these kids' house with their mom just eating their food and I'm like he's about to be their dad. Well, one of the main characteristics about Ichabod is that he just really likes eating food and so he like yeah. Which gets isn't all clear. like it's not clear in this one. <laughs> I think it's okay. I think it's pretty clear because like the first whenever he's like with somebody they show him with somebody he's eating something. Um. And he gets distracted by the food all the time, or, like, he talks yeah. about... He's also the school... So he goes to this town. So Terrytown is the town that's off of water in New York. You can still go to, like, where Sleepy Hollow is mm-hmm. in New York. And then the Sleepy Hollow is, like, down more into this little, like, quiet glen that they talk about being, like, kind of spooky and have, like, its own personality or something. Like, a, a listless repose. They talk yeah. about, like... Mm-hmm the people being kind of odd. So, like, Ichabod shows up as, like, their new schoolmaster, and they, first off, talk about how weird his body is in the song. That's, like, yeah. the first thing. His feet are, like, enormous, and his head, his nose is giant. He looks like an actual crane. He's ugly, but everybody wants to fuck him. I, def- I define him, my, using my own personal term, of, of scronkly. He's a very scronkly, scronkly man. That makes sense. Whatever that term means to you adequately describes Ichabod Crane. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a weird little ponytail, mm-hmm. um, big old, big old schnoz. Flat top, they were like, the top of his head is flat, and I was yeah. like, what is that? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Got like an anvil dropped in his head when he right. was a kid. Yeah, somebody wasn't held properly. We oh, meet, yes. We meet our, uh, antagonist who isn't really described, who hasn't really shown as the antagonist at the beginning not of really. the movie. really, because I don't know that Ichabod is the protagonist. I guess that's true, yeah. What, do you, what are your thoughts on it? Is it just like kind of a 
a ghost story of a town, or do you think it's, like, a storyline with, like, goals and stuff? Well, I do think that Ichabod, so Ichabod's like, da-da, I'm here, and then I think he's just having a great time, like, bopping around, like, getting food by these ladies and getting all this attention, and then he sees Katrina, mm-hmm. who's the only woman in this entire thing. Well, sort of. The only woman character. She, but and she's also animated very specifically. There, there were three women characters that he played piano with. Yeah. Yes. He has a choir. He's also the choir master. So he's along with oh, being yeah. a school teacher as a choir master. And it does talk about how he's like strict on the kids unless they their moms are good cooks. And then he's like, ah. Like, yeah. there's one part where he's about to yell at a kid and then he sees like his lunchbox and it yeah. looks good and, and then it like... Like he's it, about to beat this kid. And yeah, it, he's gonna and spank it, him. And it fades to him being at his house with his mother that <laughs> night eating. Yes. So, but yeah. So he's he, a milf hunter. <laughs> he sees so. Katrina. Who this isn't? Pretty... She's always described as, like, so weird and, like, blooming and, like, bullshit like and that. And, like, voluptuous. This says, plump as a partridge is what they say she is. And mm-hmm. her waist is... She was a blooming lass. Yes. Yeah. Non-existent waist, literally. Yeah. Like, and then this giant poofy skirt and her tits are enormous. Her oh, tits yeah. on this bitch yeah. is what I wrote. And it's like her hips are moving by themselves and her it's body's so moving fun. separately. I think it's so fun. <laughs> she looks like... I think it's weird. She I like it. like... Um, they because took... Ichabod, Ichabod's body shape is also not right. That's true. They they played yeah. with the body proportions. For yeah, sure. they're not at all accurate. And yeah, I like but... how she moves like she's kind of like a paper, like a plastic bag floating through the wind, wanting oh, to like, start again. Katy Perry. She actually worked in this movie. She too. just kind of like <laughs> she does. Just kind of like there was one part where she goes up to Ichabod and she she comes up to him. I'm saying like this as if they can see me, right. as if the audience is there. She kind of goes up to Ichabod, and then she just kind of like folds her folds away off screen. I like that part she a lot. She was animated a lot like Snow White, mm. like detail wise and everything. So she looked very out of character compared to everyone else, which I think is true. But her proportions to. are so much more extreme. Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> Snow White. They're just really, and she has a little Dutch bonnet hat thing on and it, it does look like her legs are moving one way and her hips and like upper body seems yeah. are moving in opposite direction it's very silly it's very weird um, but he sees her and then I think there are goals because at first there's like no story I think about just chilling and sleepy hollow and having a great time then his goal is to marry her not because she's the hottest girl in town which is true but because she's also the richest person in town mm-hmm. and her dad is super fucking rich yeah his so whole they, intention for marrying her is he really just wants the money I wrote down boobs and money <laughs> sign me up <laughs> But the other guy in town, Brom Bones, who likes her, uh, or as I called him this entire time, and I had to look up his name later, I called him Human Shrek the whole time, because he just like, he looked <laughs> he like Human Shrek. He does look like he Human does. Shrek. He does, you're right. He's just Human Shrek the whole time. From the one version of Shrek. Change yeah. it. Shrek 2. Yeah, Shrek 2. Oh the superior God. Shrek. It is very good. I agree that it is the best of the Shrek mm-hmm. franchise. Fairy Godmother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come she on. Hold out for a hero's iconic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, like, um, her song that she sings in Fiona's bedroom. Oh, yeah. I know what every princess needs. When she comes in on the bubble. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, so he's sort of like our, uh, he's our, he's the rival of Ichabod for, um, uh, you're like left to assume I think that they were he's been vying for her every guy in town loves her and chases her around but Brom is like the studliest man in town yeah. this little gang of sleepy hollow boys hanging mm-hmm. out with him at the literally like ye old oh it was um <laughs> it was ye old schnooker and schnapps shoppy yes I was like oh. <laughs> there is a lot of drinking I drink a lot they do drink a lot but it's left to assume that Katrina like has, like maybe is like 
she's interested by his attention, but also kind of annoyed. She seems very, like, I think she's really just there to be a flirt all the time. Like, she doesn't always seem to be convinced by anybody. She just wants to flirt with whoever. And it comes oh, to yeah. This guy. No, she's very much enjoying mm-hmm. the attention. Flirt. Yeah. Um, she gives him... Which is a little... it Giving it to the Christian mom refuse. It is a tad bit problematic. Her representation, <laughs> being the yeah. only female representation in this entire movie. That has that a name. Her, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one being this ugly fat bitch. Yeah, and she's oh, not even have, ugly. Oh, that, that she's one. funny. But yeah. yes, they really did her she's disservice. Yeah. She literally has a page boy haircut, which I don't even think was period. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but it's like period. ugly and flat and like black and like... And her nose. And she's kind of fat. And her dress... She like, literally, is very fat. Katrina, I was shocked. I, I was can like, say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina has no under things on. Like, she doesn't have, like, you can't see her bloomers. You can't see any stockings. Yeah. You can, like, it looks like there's nothing. And I was surprised. I was like, we can see her ankles. What is going on? And everyone's yeah. cool with it. Her dress is flying up and her weird body yeah. motions. Mm-hmm. And this other woman has, like, full-on, like, bloomers and, like, the stockings. She's wearing green the whole time. And, like, her stockings are a darker green. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Katrina's a little slut in the time period. Yeah. It also, it is period. It's period for when it was created and it's period for when it was written. Both. Yeah. Period. Which is everything for Disney, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, modern stuff, like they do. Like, Encanto, I feel like it's very period for where we are now. It is. But also very period for whatever time period they set Encanto in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so period for now, like, all the cultural things that we're doing now mm-hmm. is, like, breaking ancestral trauma, which is, like, mm-hmm. really important and, like, a big right. topic. For Washington Irving wrote Katrina to be kind of confusing in this, like playing the field between them. Disney mm-hmm. didn't create that. That's like... Yeah. That's her pers- That's her thing. Yeah. Um, so Ichabod goes over to her house. Yeah. The way he's invited to a party. Like, a, he's invited to a Halloween... Well, well, first he goes over to her house and Brombones follows. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, because he's carrying her bags because she went... That's this right. is really annoying. She went shopping or some shit. And oh, he's yeah. He's carrying all of her stuff. In the town where there's probably like four things to... Buy, yeah, nothing. But in, but in this version, she yeah. like is getting butter, right? Yeah, probably stuff to. There cook. were apples and stuff, so yeah, she's, she's it's probably groceries. getting ingredients to cook for Ichabod, which is why he's following her. Yeah, yeah. So he's carrying it, and then it's a lot of music and Bing Crosby. It's so cute singing, yeah. and then there's a lot of like sequences of like just stuff happening, and this one is like Ichabod actively making Brom Bones look, like, really, really dumb. Yeah, Ichabod uh, uh, shuts the door on Brom Bones, which is really funny, and kind of turned him into a Minecraft character for a second. Like, he just, like, turned into blocks. That was cute, yeah, yeah. Um, She gave him, um, Katrina gave him her neckerchief, which was, like, that, that really got Ichabod going. He gave her that, she gave him that neckerchief, and he was, like, a (laughs) wooga. So true. Uh, (laughs) And the door kind of, there's a fun thing with the door, is that it's like a it's a split door? Oh yeah, and yeah. And they do fun, some fun gags with like the top part of it being open, but the set, the other part being closed, and mm-hmm. vice versa. And he slips on all of the apples, but like insane, like as if he stepped on yeah. like a shit ton of marbles. Like Scooby Doo. Yeah. It literally was, and he's like <laughs> rolling across the ground, laying down. Like mm-hmm. the... it was silly. And at one point, they like there's like smoochy noises, but mm. and Brombone thinks they're making out, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. it would never. They would never. Katrina would never. She she's would. not that kind of girl. No. no. Not yet. She gets you to the point of, like, the makeup, and she's like, mm, never mind. No, no, no. No, 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 And so Ichabod is kind of going about his business, and then he'll have this date with Katrina to this Halloween party this mm-hmm. evening. Her dad's hosting, and he's like, I'm going to get it with her dad. 
and then I'm going to marry Katrina, and then I'm going to get all the moolah. Yes. So they end up at this party with a lot of music, super handy uh-huh. for the story, and there's a whole <laughs> sequence of Ichabod and Katrina dancing around, because that's another thing about Ichabod's personality, besides that he eats all the food, he's is a, that he's a really good, he loves dancing, yeah. he thinks he's a great dancer. Grasshoppers do that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, that's in my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stop it. That's a thing in some other versions. Um, but, yeah, he, so they're just dancing around. And, like, Brom's, like, pissed. He's, like, I want to dance with Katrina. And, like, he looks over to the other woman. This uh, made me sad. He looks over to the other woman, and she's, like, waving at him, and he's, like, Ugh! Yes, and it was, like, what a dick. Yeah. And so there's this, like, fun little dance sequence where Katrina and Ichabod are dancing together, and Brom Bones starts dancing with this fat bitch. Again, I can say that. She's like the funny, goofy one in like stuff where she's like, ha ah, ha like yeah. and won't like go of him. Right. He's trying to get away from her, and she's like latched onto him, and it's mm-hmm. like because she's like because she's a she's a, um like desperate chihuahua yeah. humping leg. Granted, he is Basically. supposed to be the hottest guy in town, so yeah. I mean, he's like the Elvis of he's Elf, like the human Elf Shrek, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like human Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a funny uh, thing about falling down. St- he opens the. Cellar so that they'll fall down the stairs dancing yeah. and it doesn't work and yep and so Ichabod goes to the table where all the food's at and he accidentally spills salt and he's like uh oh and takes some of the salt and throws it over the shoulder his shoulder and Brombone sees this and he's like oh Mister Ichibody is so, start, is a little um, he's more superstitious than a little, he's more than a little stitious yes because in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. He also does he dodges couple, the ladder. He dodges yeah. the ladder and he moves the black cat out of the way. But it only happens. I didn't even time. notice that. Yeah. I noticed the ladder. I didn't notice the cat. It's right after he like is like, nope, going around the ladder this way. And then he's like, no, no, black cat. He like has a. Th- so you're very vaguely you're like, ooh, he yeah. believes in stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and Brom Bones is taking advantage of this, and he tells the story of the headless horseman. To and Ichabod's scared out of his mind. <laughs> But still eating. <laughs> this man's... St- oh, yeah, he's gobbling it up, but he's... Terrifying. I mean, nothing can come between him... And food. And the food. No, I'm so well, How is he so skinny? I think that's the thing. I think he's one of those people... Like, have like, I hate that. Me too. It's all, it's so aggravating. If you are skinny <laughs> and you can just eat whatever you want... <laughs> I can't. And you're like, I don't even go to the gym or anything. It's oh, like, wow. my God. <laughs> I, it drives me crazy. It makes me upset. So you don't like Ichabod much because he's not well. No, I don't ball. think you're supposed to. Are you supposed to like Ichabod? No, I feel like he's um, he's not like a hero hero for mm-hmm. sure. He's no one's really like a hero in the story. No, no, no one's a good person. No, it's very much a ghost that, story, except for the lady, the other lady, the other lady that doesn't have a name. Fat no. girl, fat girl fat in girl. green. <laughs> we like her. She didn't do anything wrong. I love that fat girl in green. Um, I love this headless horseman song. So good, it right? It's really fun. Nosferatu's there for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah I like I really do like the Headless yeah. Horseman song too it's, it's fun. fun it's cute and creepy and creepy yeah and, but it's not Halloween-y enough for this nine year old <laughs> no and so Katrina's stupid. laughing and giggling while Brahm is telling a story she's having a grand old time no one is scared except for no. Ichabod and Ichabod's like pouring too much hot salt on I was wondering what that what is that it was on an know. egg too he literally sh- like shells an egg I thought it was just salt because I was like salt on a bowl it's orange but it was yeah it was like some kind of like Seasoning, like chili peppers, chili powder. I was super confused. I was like, "What? Yeah, what? what and is it's that like fire. He's like, yeah, it's he spicy. ate so much of it. Mm-hmm. It's spicy. But he's like shitting himself. He's so scared of yeah. this like story that Brom Bones told it's, him. Yeah, he's terrified. Um, there's something about being peaked and provoked. This was a line. Were you peaked and provoked? I, I said, <laughs> "Consider me peaked and provoked," which means somebody said he was peaked and provoked. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, after that story is told, he's like, "Hey, I got." I, 
It'd go. No, Katrina was piqued and provoked by Braun. Yeah. That's how she felt about him. Yeah. Got it. And Ichabod's like, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. going to go home. On his shitty wrote, horse. Oh, yeah. no. Ugly fat girl is ugly and fat. I don't want to dance with her. Yeah, Braun was yeah. a big old dickhead there. He's yeah. a Chad, for sure. Yeah. Not like human Shrek. And I no. said, keep seasoning that egg, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And then I wrote, oh, no, scary. Because, <laughs> like, Ichabod's riding home. And, On like, this horse that he's borrowing. That's shitty. Yeah, it's a bad, bad horse. horse. Like, sad, old mm-hmm. plow horse. He's yeah. no proud bottom. No. He has no Cyril proud bottom, no. that's for sure. He's a very humble top. Um, <laughs> me. If, if at all. <laughs> if at all, yeah. He's a humble bottom. Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> so he's going back he's going back trying to go back home in the nighttime and there's a really cool effect where a cloud is shaped like a hand and it's covering mm-hmm. up the That's moon cool. I really liked that um, and it is scary like I'm like yeah, oh I'm watching just... him ride on this horse that's super slow and can't run yeah. it looks like it's gonna like collapse and it's through the forest and who knows how far from the rich people's That's house scary. to the, I think the school, I think in this, it seems like he lives at the schoolhouse. I guess yeah. so, yeah. Which it's, makes sense, yeah. It, yeah, but it's a one-room schoolhouse, so it's yeah. just, just like in the corner. I wrote, oh no, scary. It's genuinely really scary. It is scary, because you're like, what is he supposed to do? He's all alone. How many people just died walking back yeah. from mm-hmm. stuff? Like, in mm-hmm. the forest, like. <laughs> yeah, he hears a bunch of noises. At least one. At, at least, least one, at and, least it's, one. and it might be. And this movie ends with a chase sequence as well. Does this one's scarier though, and not as funny? Well, yeah. there's some funny parts. Though, this one's scary, it but it's guess. not Halloweeny enough. No, not Halloweeny enough. Not for a nine-year-old. Um. <laughs> so he's like trying to make his way to this covered bridge because when you get to the covered bridge, that's where the headless horseman who is now chasing Ichabod. Yeah, that's where his power stops. Surprise! He actually came, and I really do think it is the headless horseman in this. Oh, yeah. He looks very yeah. magical. He's wearing, like, a black morph suit and, yeah. like, a purple cape. His cape is beautiful. How they animated that was Oh, yeah. Cool. The horse is gorgeous, too. Like, they made yes. the horse when I was like, okay. He's, he's cool. It's the horse cool. is really, like, a stark difference from the sad little gray horse that Ichabod yeah. is trying to ride away from him. Yeah. The cool, flaming jack-o'-lantern that he's it's holding. Really cool. That's this really... headless horseman felt very Fantasia. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was very like that big whatever its name is demon thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It has a name. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I was talking about. Uh, yeah, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets chased by the headless horseman. He gets through the covered bridge where he's supposed to be safe, but the headless horseman's like, <laughs> no, and throws a pumpkin through the bridge with a fantastic evil laugh. Yeah, awesome evil mm-hmm. laugh. And we missed some gags where the horse is going the wrong direction, which oh, I was yeah. pissed about. I made me that made uh, me anxious. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, no! <laughs> Turn around. The horse like wouldn't go. Like it was just like asleep, and he's like pushing this horse. But also, like, they're going cool. towards the the bridge, and he's like, "Yes, I'm gonna make it." And then yeah. somehow the horse gets turned around and is going away from the bridge, yeah. <laughs> back toward the horse. And I was like, "What the? You're almost get, there. Get off of the horse and walk, yeah. bitch, <laughs> with your long ass legs. Right, just run. run. Yeah." But yeah, he gets through, and you see the pumpkin coming at him, which was cool and scary. Yeah. It's like like it's coming at you, like you're Ichabod looking at the pumpkin. Mm. And then... That. And then all we find is his hat on the ground. Which also was very beautiful. The mm-hmm. painting of the hat on the ground yeah. in that landscape was really stunning. And the mm-hmm. smashed pumpkin, like, yeah. next to it. Oh, good band. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Uh... <laughs> uh but yeah and then it's it's up you know some people say that he uh just went to a different town 
found uh, found a woman to settle down with and has a bunch of children that all are just mini versions of him. <laughs> but most of the townsfolk are superstitious and they believe that he um, that he is dead. What do y'all think happened? I think in this one, I think he's dead. I think he's dead too. In this one, I. I don't know, because they literally show, like, some people think, and they literally show Ichabod with a woman and children Mm -hmm. eating, Mm -hmm. and then they're like, but they think blah, blah, blah. And I I don't know. I mean, he got over the bridge, the pumpkin came out, and it was flaming. Uh, I don't... I think the whole point of the story is that you don't know what happened to him, and there's no way to tell. And I don't think this one was Brom, because I know some some other situations, they, like, like to hint that it might have been Brom, because they even say, like... I. I think when I was reading I think that's a lot of effort for Brom. I don't think Brom did that. No. I don't think it I in this one I do not think it was him because I don't think it was Brom The smart horse enough. looks like a demon horse. <laughs> like he doesn't have I think that there's a thing where he like looks inside the head and there's like nothing, nothing there. there. The pumpkin is literally flaming and magical. Yeah. And yeah. can get thrown all the way through a covered bridge somehow. Right. Yeah. Um aren't there also like different adaptations where like Ichabod's the head of sourcing now? Like where like they trade places no. or is it not? It he just kills people. Uh, no, I don't know. Isn't in the Tim Burton one? Does that happen? I never. I haven't Wolf? seen. Oh, either. Okay, I'm not gonna ruin it. It's not. Anything I'm never going like to anything. watch it. <laughs> it's really nothing like. I mean, people do add a lot of things because it's it's not. There's nothing. There's there. nothing there, right? Yeah. So it's like there's things about like okay, well, I think that it could have been Brom, and I think that it makes sense for it to be Brom in other versions of the telling because he's trying to get Ichabod to leave. And he tries multiple tricks to get him to leave, and it doesn't work. Right. But that one is really scary. Yeah. Also, Brom could have killed Ichabod and pretty easily... Said that that's hit, what happened. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because if you're going to go really dark with Brom, because it's not that hard at the time period. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, hide a body. Right. Yeah. Um, People got away with murder a lot. I, like, I yeah. sometimes sit and think about that. And I'm Me like, too. It would be so much easier to, like, steal things, like, a hundred years ago. Yeah. Right, a lot of things would just be... It's yeah, crime, crime in general. Yeah, it's easier yeah. back in the day. Yeah, um, miss it. Right. You know. <laughs> Looking back, you know, like it, it also makes sense to be so scared that Ichabod was like, "Peace, I don't care about this at all. I'm taking my stuff and going." But yeah. even in most retellings, like he left all of his things where they were, which is kind of mm. weird. Yeah, he didn't it is have weird. that much. What? He didn't have that much stuff, so why would he just take them with him? I agree. Yeah. So I like to think he's still alive somewhere, mm-hmm. but I, I think probably, <laughs> probably he was. I like the idea that Brom killed him, or just like he got scared away and just left. Yeah, I like that too. And then Brom Bones ends up marrying Katrina. Yes, the blooming Katrina. The blooming, mm-hmm. the blooming lass, <laughs> the peaked. With the mm. giant titties, yeah, and big old knockers. Mm-hmm. What what was your line in the play? Um, mammary glands, oh, uh, big fucking mammary glands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she had. Yeah. And then they that was it. That's the end of the story. Like what yep. happened to Ichabod Crane? No one ever knows. And then we pan out, and then the book closes, and then it just kind of leaves, and that's it. Right. Yeah, and really, they're just like, oh, we're done telling the stories. You yeah, leave there's the no... library through a stained glass window. Yeah, when yeah. you enter the same one. that But, like, it's weird that there's no um, framing. Like, they, they frame the stories at the beginning, the middle, and then the beginning, the beginning and the middle, and there's no framing at the end. Yeah. I find that odd. They're probably like, I don't know what to do here. 
<laughs> like these stories don't really fit together very well. Well, I mean, they're very different. I don't know like why they're here. Before they didn't know which stories to put together with which one, so I'm sure they were just putting stuff together. That was clear. Also yeah. strange that it's the the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, and Mr. Toad goes first. Yeah, that yeah. is strange. Well, Ichabod has, I feel like, like not many characters are named Ichabod, but there are other Toad characters. So maybe, um, maybe they were like... Then why doesn't Ichabod go first? And then that would make seasonal sense because it takes place in Halloween and then Christmas comes after. Probably because it's scary. Because it's scary at the end. It's like a big finish. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Because I think if you end up with Mr. Toad and just flying around on a plane, like hitting his thing, you're, you're like, right. oh. Yeah, it's yeah, not it, yeah. Because kids might get scared. That, that would be like, I don't want to watch Mr. Toad. Because when least when you a Satan demon, yeah. <laughs> when you end with Sleepy Hollow, you're like, what happened? Did mm-hmm. he die? And you're like talking about you're it. Right, and Mr. Yeah. Toad, you're just like... Mr. Toad. Yeah, I just think they should have called them to be two fabulous characters. <laughs> I would not consider Ichabod to be like fabulous necessarily. I don't. I wouldn't consider Mr. Toad to be fabulous either. I don't. <laughs> I think Proud Bottom. Proud Bottom. Cyril. Cyril. Yeah. Fabulous character. Yes. Fabulous character. <laughs> Mr. Winky. Not sexy. Not so fabulous. <laughs> the only not sexy character that exists. All right, so we're casting the remake of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, there are three characters to cast. Yes. Um, I guess technically four. I I last minute was like, oh, I didn't cast the fat girl. Oh, I didn't. Oh, cast I didn't her. either. Um, but I think I know who I would cast. The fat girl. Well, All right, go ahead. We we'll start with Ichabod. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, I was thinking again along the lines of lanky, scrawny little gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I've used him before, but I think Timothy Chalamet. Mm. Mm, I this is where I put Stephen Merchant. That oh, okay, that makes sense. I said. Oh yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Oh my god. I'm right? said I didn't think about Jeff Goldblum. No, right? you're right. That's absolutely so good. Thank you. So good. Yep. Uh, Katrina? Uh, Mae Whitman. Oh, okay. okay. I went with Lily Reinhardt of Riverdale fame. Oh, okay. I don't watch that, but. I don't either, but she's blonde and she used to date Cole Sprouse. Okay. I said Margot Robbie. Because oh, I think okay. she's a really good actor and she she's is. funny and she's like beautiful and hot. Yeah. So I, agree I think with she you. could do anything. That one's good. Have you seen the photos of her playing Barbie? Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. So cute. About that movie. Ryan Gosling too looks good too. I okay. know. I'm gonna look like Barbie after that movie. For I like keep thinking, a year. So I'm thinking the pictures of Ryan Gosling in the movie are Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> oh, he would have been really good. Oh yeah. yeah. He would have been really day. good back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brom Bones. Brom Bones. Um, this is not as big of an actress as the others I cast Wyatt Russell he is the guy name. he plays the um like the antithesis of Captain America and the Falcon and Winter Soldier okay oh yeah that's a good I cast him because that was the most like Chad looking guy that I could think of at the time mm-hmm. and then by proxy technically I'm casting the Headless Horseman as him too if, if that was the right yeah that's interesting I went with Will Poulter Okay, who's Will Poulter? Um, wait, let me find The name sounds familiar, but I can't think photo of him. He was in that movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Emma Roberts. What? When was that? A while ago. Him. Oh, I know who that is. Okay. I know him when he was a kid, like on Voyage of the Dawn Treader, like the Narnia movie. Okay. He's the kid, I, f- I yes. forget what movie it's in, but he's the one where he's like, you guys are getting paid? Right? Yeah, I think so. Is that... The one where they're on the RV. That's yes. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're the Millers. We're the Millers. That's, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> I said The Rock. 
<laughs> so your cast is just Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum Marco, Marco Robbie, Robbie, and, and Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. Yes. <laughs> this is just a, that's just a modern just a rock. Yeah, just, just a rock. A rock. Yeah. A rock. So, who would we cast as Fat Girl? Uh, Rebel Wilson. She's not fat anymore. Damn. Oh yeah, she's not. She's skinny now. Oh. That one girl from Shrill. A.D. Bryant. That's who I was going to say. A.D. Bryant or Nicole Byer. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I've nailed it. The the comedian host of Nailed It, that Netflix show where that Parker was on. (gasps) Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was going to say... Salmonella. Yeah. I almost said... uh, The famous drag queen. (laughs) I almost said Melissa McCarthy, but I think she's too old to be the... I think, no, we had... I have Melissa McCarthy playing... Cyril Proudbottom so I think Melissa McCarthy looks really cute in that new show she's in God's Favorite Idiot she does I actually like Melissa Melissa McCarthy's a good actress I'm angry about her casting as Ursula because I feel like they could have done something a lot more interesting there um, yes. But I'll forget it. Like a drag queen, maybe? A drag queen or, or a not-white person. Yeah. 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 Like Ginger Minj could have been good. Mm. Um, who else could have been good? Oh, who was the person they always wanted to cast? Yes. We're skipping ahead. Save this for <laughs> you who cast the little <laughs> right. You're so right. And years. Quiz Corner for Sleepy Hollow. Okay, Quiz Corner for Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Uh, okay. I have always wanted to produce a burlesque show based off of Sleepy Hollow, considering That'd the names fun. are like Katrina Van Tassel, mm-hmm. Brom Bones, Ichabod Crane, no. Headless yeah. Horseman. <laughs> so no head. Um, so these are both a little not... So no head, I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> that just got me. Reference. Uh, <laughs> um, both of these uh, Sleepy Hollow questions are less about the original source material and more about things surrounding the source material or things that were inspired mm. by it. The Ichabod Crane School District in New York has a mascot. What is their mascot called? And this is a real thing that is real. Are they A, the horsemen, B, the riders, C, the sultry maidens, or D, the ghosts? They should be the horsemen. Yes, they should be the If they're not the horsemen, I'll be very Yeah, let's just do A, because I want it to be that. They are uh, the writers. Oh my god. Oh, that's boring. That's so it's stupid. So boring. Let's burn Okabod Crane County down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then the last quiz corner question for Sleepy Hollow. Washington Irving used a pseudonym when publishing Sleepy Hollow in a sketchbook, which is the title of the book. What was These it? These are hard. Was, was it A. Diedrich Knickerbocker, B. Jeffrey Crayon, C. Magic Mike, or D. Charles Inkerton? Either the first or the last one. Yeah. What was the first one again? Diedrich Knickerbocker. Diedrich Knickerbocker. I don't feel like you would have come up with Diedrich Knickerbocker. Let's do that one. What's the last one? Uh, Charles Inkerton. No, you you came up with that. Dear dear yeah. Yes. Diedrich Knickerbocker. Knickerbocker. So that's sort of a, a trick answer. Diedrich Knickerbocker was what he he wrote like a story under that name, but the sketchbook that had a bunch of stories within was actually B. Jeffrey Crayon. Oh my god. B. Jeffrey, so B.J. Crayon. Oh no, sorry, B was the, the selection, like the answer. Oh, man. No, just B.J. Crayon. And actually, it's Jeffrey, G-E-O-F-F-R-U-I, Crayon. Joffrey. Alright. <laughs> Joffrey Crayon. They call him Jeffrey in the French Prince of Belair. And that's how it's spelled. Like the coffee Is line? it J-O or G-E-O? G-E-O. Oh yeah, that's Jeffrey, sorry. 
No, not J O F F G E O. Oh, G E O. Like, yeah, so yeah. Geoffrey Jeff- Crayon. Crayon was a pseudonym he wrote for his That's, book. But we were correct in that you did not create Deirdre. That is correct. You know, I did Knickerbocker. Not I think Knickerbocker you could have come up with. I don't think Deirdre was. A I think name. that should be someone else's drag name. I'll take it. Deirdre Knickerbocker. Okay. And then you can be Jeffrey Crayon. Jeffrey Crayon. <laughs> so BJ Crayon. Just... <laughs> I love BJ it. Crayon. All right, and now comes the time where we have to rank the legend, um, the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, in relation to all the other movies that we've ha- reviewed thus far. Um, so, from on a scale of one to eleven, one being the best movie that we've seen, mm-hmm. and eleven being the worst movie that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And this might not be applicable to you, but you can also come in with a number if you want to. Okay. And what we do is we then average them, and then it gets added to the list, which is on our website. Mm. We have a website for this fucking podcast. Keys to the podcast, all that weebly.com. Yes, I lost the domain, but I kept it up. Because we took a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, we took an 18-month hiatus because something traumatic happened. I don't know if you heard. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I would put this at, like... One, a six. Which one was the best? Ten or eleven was the better? Eleven's the worst. And oh, one worst. Is the okay, best. opposite. So we're like at a seven. So we're it's getting put above Snow White, which I don't agree with. So I'm gonna hop on yours and say eight. Yeah, but I put it above Reluctant Dragon. Yeah, it's below Snow White, but above Reluctant Dragon. Work. Do you know what our number one movie is so far, Amanda? What is it? Well, we've reviewed um, Snow White. I was going to um, show the list, but that would give it. <laughs> it would give, because the ranking is there. <laughs> uh, we've reviewed Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, Bambi, Bambi 2, the remake of Dumbo, The Reluctant Dragon, The Three Caballeros, and Saludos Amigos. Which one do you think is our favorite so far? You told me when I came in. Didn't you? No. Did you you, told, you told us what, 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 what he was. his oh. favorite was. Um, okay, wait, I'm gonna guess Dumbo. No, it's the first Bambi. The, the original. first Bambi? It's actually very It's good. incredible. Okay, okay. May I recommend it, it? Okay, I will watch it sometime. You should watch it. Thank Just you like for... I watched Descendants and Zombies for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I haven't finished the zombie series. Do it. We're, on, we're only on Zombies 1. I've only, I've only watched Zombies 1, but I've watched all of Descendants. They get... They're just ridiculous. But do it! Is it like Descendants where they get better as they go? No, they're pretty much <laughs> what they are the whole time. They but the dancing is fun, and there's a non-binary fun. alien in the third one, so that's I really appreciated fun. that. Because that's where we come from, the space. <laughs> right, yes. That. Well, thank you for being here. I no, appreciate it. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Well, yeah. if you want to come on again I do have me back for something else sounds good yeah. I'll yeah. send you a list and you can pick <gasps> as many movies as you want yeah yeah Ooh. work producer um, Gretchen do you have anything you want to add to this no great great <laughs> <laughs> alright y'all <laughs> Amanda is there anything you'd like to say to sign off everyone is sexy except, except for, for Mr. Mr. Winky. Winky true Austin yeah do you have anything you want to say no, I think everything that has needs to be said has been said this time. All right. God bless, y'all. God bless. See you next time when we God review bless. Cinderella. Have a magical day. Have a magical day.